0: I'm Ramsey the Loud One, I'm Jesse
1: the Short One, put Put us both both into one, we are.
0: (coughs) Lots of noise, always too fast, lots of laughs, here's our podcast, the loud and short of it.
1: Three, two, one. Hi and welcome to the loud and short of it. I'm Ramsey the Loud One. And I'm Jesse the Short One. This week, we got a variety hour for you for the month of June. Yes, and this one, as opposed to the other two, not good news. Not just good news.
0: Yeah, this is we're going back to the normal variety hours because uh, this has all been lasting for much longer than we thought it would. And also, uh, I'm not talking about Doctor Who
1: video games or Call of Duty grandmas ever again. Yeah, we got tired of uh, polishing the Corona turd, so yeah. <laughs> we're just going to show you the turd as is. Yeah. And uh, let's start with just... Uh, The most sensitive and shittiest of subjects possible, politics, in America in 2020. Um, As you know, with our break and everything else, uh, Black Lives Matter and the entire movement behind it has been controlling the airwaves and is the most important thing going on in the world today. Mm -hmm. Um, And just like Corona, we are not the spokesman for this. No. You should not just be listening to us on this. We are not the end-all, be-all, or even the anything on racial justice and police brutality and how to solve those problems or talking about those problems.
0: We decided that if we were going to have a new show, we had to talk about it in some capacity.
1: Um but there there's a myriad of resources out there for you to stay informed on. Yeah. That being said, we do have to talk about it because it is yeah. important. Um so let's just get right into it. We're going to try to keep it local mm-hmm. um because we both went to the Austin protests. We both um have had experiences with APD and I would just rather speak from a local level than a national level, yeah, um anyways, let's get into it. uh I want to talk about a win. This is not the win. Mm-hmm. this does not mean that anybody should stop fighting. This is not even ten percent of the way to the finish line, but Austin City Council has done some good things after these protests, mm-hmm. Of course, they had to injure two people horrifically, yeah. And shoot at protesters and basically become an armed gang. Tear gas. They yeah. use tear gas. Tear gas on protesters. But Austin City Council has now passed all of the eight can't wait laws, which are designed to de-escalate situations involving the police. Um, yeah, which is great on paper. Yeah, uh, I like how you you put all the. This is the very
0: beginning to to calm me down. I've had I've been critical over these eight can't wait laws, um, just because it's my personal belief that the police are already breaking so many rules that what the
1: fuck is eight more to them? Um, it's already illegal to murder people, yeah, unless it's self defense. So writing eight different ways of saying it's illegal to murder people unless yeah. it's self defense. It just felt uh, at the time too. It just feels uh, if if it kind of felt like they
0: were throwing a bone, you know, and it also just kind of felt like. Uh, they're throwing out numbers too and just being super fucking patronizing. Um, but the that was my hashtag. Yeah, can't wait. Yeah. yeah, that was my that was my initial reaction. I still feel that way in some capacity. But if we're looking at this from a jumping off point and that everyone just keeps fucking momentum, because like y'all, this is not even close to the end. Yeah, this is the very beginning. And if this is the very beginning, like that's okay. Like I can work with that. I'm not gonna be fucking bitching 24 seven.
1: But you know. Hey, gotta be honest with you. Like, 23-7. You take a sleep for one hour. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, which everybody should be doing right now. Yeah. But the slightly better thing they did, which they aren't calling it defund the police, which I don't care what the fuck you call it. We are anybody with half a brain is hoping that police departments yeah. receive less percentage of funding in, in each city, and it goes to more useful things like preventing people from becoming criminals. Yeah, run, and, run
0: through that real quick. Then we can go on that.
1: Uh, So... Austin City Council has approved a measure to take—they haven't released exact numbers—between um, 20 and and $100 million is going to be taken out of APD's budget in por- ter- terms ter- towards uh, social work programs um, and other not-cop security forces. Stuff yeah, like if, it's hard if, to if fight, there's a it's drug great. offense, there's no reason to send massive— militarized police at that event you could yeah. send social workers to deal with that yeah
0: my biggest thing with the the language around because what i have noticed is that especially with black lives matter and uh defund the police um the people who oppose these like it just seems like not not to get all going around but like, y- y'all just need the simplest fucking terms so call it divest from the police but it just do whatever you have to but like Progress is being made. Um, The biggest thing that I've used to talk to people about it is uh, most of the people on that side are saying, they're like, oh, well, you know, the government's already bloated and yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, yeah, bro, it's it's fucking, it's already bloated. So take money from the cops. Yeah. (laughs) Like, like, we don't, we don't want more of your money. We want fucking cops, money from the
1: cops to divest it from them and give it to these other programs. It is insane. The percentage of city budgets across like LA's is one of the most horrendous and, uh, horrendous yeah. and austin's is just as bad it's like more than one third of the entire city budget is just police oh, yeah. Too <laughs> la's it, is fucking billions and dude. during these votes the police union of austin came out and released one of the dumbest fucking statements where they stated that they didn't get as big of an increase as they wanted in 2018 and that's why we have a homeless problem in austin as if giving more money to police makes it so less homeless people live here which may be true if the police are just beating the shit out of homeless people every night. Yeah. But, you know, that's probably not the correct way to handle the situation.
0: Yeah. I just think that, like, if these are the steps we're taking, it feels like we're getting somewhere this time. Um, I remember, like, whenever things started first happening a few years
1: ago. And came, time doesn't mean shit to me anymore. Yeah. But now you know, it just feels kids like. Kids, when it first yeah. came to the limelight of the average american household
0: but like coming of age in this country at this point and just starting to realize like how fucked up things were and just like but right now it's i'll be careful of my word choice here but it, it is a little inspiring to see the people's reaction to this like you know like it's a terrible thing to happen but like people standing up together and saying like fuck this we're done like it's it's the
1: first time I felt hope for this country in a fat minute. And not just stupid celebrities. That's what makes me happy. This isn't Bro. some, like, silly ha- hashtag and everybody gets to feel great about it. Yeah. It's it's people in the streets that not letting this happen anymore. Yeah. This will not happen anymore because every time it does happen, which we've seen over the past week, because apparently cops still can't just stop killing black people. Nah. They physically can't do it. Every time it happens, there's protests. Yeah. And whatever other word you want to use for reasonable protests after a civilian is murdered. Also, real quick,
0: uh, we attended protests. Um, yeah. And I will say that uh, I just saw a ton of people taking care of each other out there. Um, Everybody was wearing masks. Yeah, uh, I would urge you, um, if you're not a dipshit, but you, if you are in the middle of this, like, go out to a protest and just look. Yeah. just see what's happening around you and like i guarantee you bro like it's, it's gonna change how you, your outlook on it i thought my outlook couldn't change and then i i came out of that protest and i was fucking shocked yeah i was shocked at how bad it was in austin our own city um, i had
1: that stupid liberal take that so many people do in more liberal cities like austin and at, at plenty of other places where they're like well yes polices are incredibly bad but not that yeah. bad in my city Yeah, and then you, i went out watched the Mike Ramos video which I didn't even know existed. Yeah. And then went out and saw how APD treated people that were peacefully protesting was like this is yeah. a systemic horrific problem.
0: It's a it's a national culture,
1: bro. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Um But yeah, and hopefully it's changing for the better.
0: Yeah, I mean we definitely we're on the way to start defunding police. I mean fucking Minneapolis got rid of their police force, mm-hmm. their traditional police force and like Bro, I'm not. I'm not gonna say abolish the police. I'm not gonna say what what for. But I'm, I'm gonna tell y'all that the the police need to be divested from. And I think Minneapolis taking these steps is pretty impressive. And I I think the idea we were watching the Austin City Council. There's there's some dude came on and was talking about like having a uh, a crowd control sect. Yeah. And these dudes talking about dudes and like not dressed up like fucking stormtroopers, scary <laughs> as hell like the cops were, but just like people if people are going out to protest the police not the police
1: fucking responding to it yeah and i mean any major city could use that cuz he brought up that this wouldn't just be for protests or riotous behavior whatever the fuck is going on this yeah. would be for acl for south by anything there's large crowds every 2 weeks in austin year round yeah and also and it'd like, be much nicer not to have armed guards watching these things yeah and
0: like dude like even just going out on fucking like 6th like i guarantee you everyone would be like way calmer
1: if the fucking cops weren't around, yeah, it's way uh, more likely to ask for help if something goes wrong. Yeah, and one of my true. buddies got too drunk on six, and it was like a legitimate problem. I'm not going to the fucking cop. Yeah, then they're just going to give him a ticket and put him in a drunk tank, and he's going to have a worse time than anything else we could yeah. do for him. It's, it's just, just, yeah, inherently a culture problem, and that's all I can say on it. And I'm I'm excited and hopeful for the direction it's headed right now.
0: Yeah, um, and I guess just final words, keep the momentum. Don't let this be the end. Um, if you see your lawmate, if you see your local uh, politicians or whatever, sorry, I'm terrible at the verbiage. Uh, pumping the brakes a bit, put the pressure on. Call, organize, whatever try and get involved. Organize, doing. yeah, but try and get involved. In protest. Um Just do what you can because the fight's not over. It's not gonna be over for a long ass time. But um, it's nice to see that it's uh, it's fired up a bit. Yep.
1: Okay. Yeah. Getting right. something a little less heavy. I feel good now. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get into uh, television. All right. Uh, I got one for television. Okay.
0: Two seconds. Okay. Uh, so, <laughs> a little less heavy. Yo, cops got fucking canceled by Paramount. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about defunding the police. <laughs> yeah. They, can- they canceled cops, and they canceled fucking Live PD, which is just, like, the shitty spinoff of cops. And, uh, dude, like, the thing is, like, cops had been running... For fucking 20 years. I have... Yeah. Well, for obvious reasons, I have no memory of there not being cops. It, dude, it's, it's insane. Like, I remember, like, me and my sister used to watch that shit when we were kids, because we were just like... We had no clue. Yeah. We were like, we're going to watch cops. And, like, I remember in Step Brothers,
1: the fucking joke, where he's just like, oh, why are y'all sweaty? He's like, oh, I was watching cops. <laughs> now that shit's gone. Also, some horrific stuff has come out over the years about cops that I wasn't aware of until it got canceled. I mean, who watched? Who watches cops now? I no, don't know it's anybody a, that, it's only... Boomers that still have basic yeah. cable are watching cops nowadays, but apparently they would just, like, go to the same neighborhoods because they knew people were having desperate times and they knew they could get footage down there and yeah. catch people committing minor crimes and the, drug offenses. Going off of that, the
0: most fucked up thing with cops is, like, don't quote me on this, but, like, the things I read were that there were people who were repeat offenders on the fucking show. Mm-hmm. And they use these people's repeat crimes to fucking get ratings off of them. There's like, it, dude, like, it's just like, when you think about it, like, remember, remember fucking bum fights? Do you remember that shit? Oh, yeah, well, yeah. this is a, this I is mean, a, I know the joke of bum fights so they talk that they talked about. That <laughs> shit fight. was not a joke, bro. Bum yeah. fights was real. But it's like stuff like that Jesus. where the, the culture's changing now to where like shit that horrific existed back in the day and we didn't even realize how fucking bad cops was. Yeah, and now it also like all the shit where the with deleted footage from cops. Did you hear about that? They're no. deleting much of fucking footage. That's that's fucking state's evidence, bro. You can't do that shit. Jesus. I hope everyone who was involved in that show, who who made those decisions, cuffs. <laughs> <laughs> Except for whoever from a third party. It. That guy's the best.
1: <laughs> yeah. Okay, my television gets get completely away from the from the cop issue that's plaguing the nation mm. i got a uh, netflix the only thing i ever talk about when i have a television topic i know uh they there's been no recording of any film or television for months now yeah because of corona obviously but somehow netflix still just churning out the new content
0: dude is it, i do the new content even the fucking old content yeah it's a mix of it's just, just showing
1: you how long it takes when it when it's being filmed to the editing process to when it hits the consumer yeah is months and months and months like yeah we're getting new shows and there's like you said there's just so much that netflix mm-hmm. picks up every month and gives to us from other streaming services or yeah. was never
0: available originally you, you also consider too, like netflix now and like people don't really talk about it like but like next netflix, netflix is a giant distribution service yeah like it's, it's like a, a mass distributor like a lot of netflix movies are shitty it's because they, they caught in production hell they get shopped around a bunch of studios, and Netflix turns them out. Um, but the biggest thing about Netflix right now is like you got to wonder all the new shit coming out right now, like how much of that was in the pipe. Yeah, like how much of that was just half edited, and they're like, "Fuck it." They're like, "All right, push this shit out." Like, I don't know. I would love to hear some inside of like crunch time at Netflix over the coronavirus, because
1: that would be cool. Yeah. I also got to give props to Hassan Minaj and all the other shows that have decided to keep making content during coronavirus. Because they know it's not going to be as good. They don't have a live audience. They don't yeah. have anywhere near the, the stage presence and editing that they could have had. Mm. But he just does it at home with a green screen and I think a couple people, lighting people probably yeah. that he needs. But, like, it is, it's still good. I'm it, glad it's coming out and it's I mean,
0: entertaining. It's, like, YouTube quality shit, you know. It's, like, like don't get me wrong. Like, he's, he's obviously has way more money behind him and shit, but, like. In concept is essentially like every fucking like news anchor dude is like trying to be a fucking YouTuber now. Yeah. But just on Netflix, which God, what a dream. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's all uh, of the all of the freedom of YouTube and all the money of Netflix. Uh, what seriously? more could you ever
0: ask for? <laughs> oh man. All right, getting into uh getting into random.
1: Let's get into the randoms. What do you have?
0: Uh yo, all right. Oh, I'm so fucking happy about this. Black Sabbath, um, a band my father showed me. Uh, they made a Black Lives Matter shirt, and all their old ass fans were pissed. <laughs> I, I assume all the Facebook, yes, all over right. Facebook. I was reading some Facebook threads. Not that I go on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> I was reading some Facebook threads of dudes just getting pissed off and just like saying a whole bunch of nonsense about Black Sabbath. And it like honestly, it got the. It was a hilarious, fucking pathetic attempt for old people to stay relevant. But it yeah. was funny to think about, like all the old ass people who was listening to like all this fucking rock music. And, like, dude, they just not hear any of it.
1: There All that is, shit's fucking political. There is a non-negligible amount of society that just consumes any form of art. There's there's people, without a doubt, that at some point will listen to this podcast, even variety hours, and they'll just be like, ah, it's not political. Why'd they make it political during the variety <laughs> hour? And you're like, it was political randomly throughout the whole thing, man. That's that's yeah. the
0: undertones of it. They're going to go to Justice League, too, and just be like, why are they saying fuck cops? They've never been political before. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man. But it's just, it's wild. Like people fuck like like fucking bunch of not to call out our friends, but a bunch of fucking white frat boys listening to Fortunate Son who's mm-hmm. be like, Oh, this is the shit. Oh <laughs> my motherfucker. This shit is a middle finger to your bloodline. This is about just how dope Nom is.
1: That's yeah. what this that's what that song is about, right? They're, they're, right yeah, yeah, they they
0: hear that shit and they're like, bro, I fucking loved Black Ops one. <laughs> that shit was eighth grade memories fool. Jesus Christ. Anyway, that brought insane joy to my heart. I might buy that shirt. Fuck it. I only I might, have ten shirts. I might
1: get back on Facebook just to watch angry people complain about uh, things. Oh, dude, about stuff. it's a
0: fucking religious experience. Yeah,
1: it's just the best, especially when you're related to them. You're like, damn. I got I got lucky. I don't have I don't know any of my family on Facebook. Or even when I had Facebook, I didn't have any family members mm-hmm. that I knew on there. Bro, I deleted. I them got all. out
0: in time. I deleted them all, and they all got mad and messaged my mom. My mom was like, fuck off. <laughs> Don't talk to me. Don't I talk do to my I do want to say
1: I know uh, that some Zoomers and other people who have control over their parents and—I gra- did it to my grandma back in the day, how you get onto their uh, cable and you block uh, Fox News. Because you don't want them to turn into angry, bigoted fucks Mm -hmm. uh, or continue being angry, bigoted fucks. Start learning how to edit routers firewalls and block Facebook on your parents' accounts. They're going to become better, more fun parents to have. I got
0: real quick. I know we got to get moving on this, but uh, (laughs) a funny story about Fox News. Me and my father were watching Fox News one day, and my mom comes in, and she was just like, what the fuck are y'all watching? And then my dad just looks up at me, and I look over and I'm like, we need to antagonize ourselves. (laughs) Today has been far too chill. We need to get mad.
1: My dad does that with Rush Limbaugh all the fucking time. Oh, my God. always on in his car just so he can get mad at it, which is still annoying, (laughs) because then you give him the ratings that he so desperately need. but sometimes you need to hate watch. Yeah, also get rid of cable.
0: Yes, I mean, yeah, get rid of Yeah, just
1: delete your parents' cable. Ugh. Isn't that how it works? Okay, my random. Mm-hmm. Probably a little less fun than yours. I'm, uh, I, you're I've fucking got, wrong. I can't wait. I've got the list of the people who have donated the most to help with coronavirus in America as far as helping people affected by it, investing in research, everything else going on with corona. Surprisingly, biggest donator of all. Jack Dorsey, CEO of a Twitter, he's donated a billion dollars, which that's more than twenty percent of all the money Jack Dorsey owns. Damn, that's really impressive. Huge. Not gonna say he's a good guy. Still billionaire, but
0: Jack Dorsey might be my
1: favorite one now. Yeah, might be my favorite one. Jack Dorsey did some horrible shit now. Yeah,
0: but I mean also too, like Jack Dorsey's also been on Twitter just like talking about like Trump and shit and being like, hey, these these uh these tweets are fake. Yeah, he's you can't lie on Twitter anymore. Finally put his
1: foot down on that one. And he would be the first <sighs> <laughs> And then I've got the other ones That was the good news Let's oh, get yeah, into yeah, it yeah, yeah. Bill Gates Everyone knows Bill Gates He quote unquote cured malaria He He's, mm. alwe- he's always He's the best billionaire Because he says he's going to give all his money back Before yeah. he dies Yeah all, all of that He signed whatever bullshit pledge People like to bring up To make billionaires sound mm. like people It's like a non-sexy he's Lex Luthor less than half of Jack Dorsey which you might be saying that's still 400 million potentially or somewhere around that range that he donated 0.28 percent of his total wealth that means if you had 400 dollars in your wallet and you saw a homeless guy that's the equivalent a homeless guy with corona he's dying that's Mm -hmm. the equivalent of you giving him a dollar and 12 cents and being like i'm just the fucking bee's knees yeah
0: no that's see that's doing that and then like TikToking it. Yeah. <laughs> I like put it on Twitter it. and just being like, I stay humble, stay generous.
1: <laughs> Hiring a PR team for well over that dollar twelve. Yeah to, to spread the fact that you spent the dollar and twelve cents. Yeah. Then let's get into just our best friend who we talk about all the time. He's uh, he's, he's pretty much a third host we have at this point. I week, got an inkling. Mr. Bezos. Ah oh, fuck. Mr. Bezos donated. Cue Q Ball? Yeah, Mr. Q Ball. The richest man in the fucking world. <laughs> Uh, Let's just start that he's made uh, a shitload of money during this because obviously people need things delivered. So he's made an absolute fucking buttload off of this pandemic that has affected the entire world. Then in addition to that, he's donated only $100 million. Which you're thinking, $100 million? That's so much money. But not when you're Jeff fucking Bezos. That is less than a one-tenth of 1% of his wealth. That's the equivalent of a... <laughs> Lex Luthor spitting on you if you had ten thousand in, dollars yeah in, in, and and some people like to say well Jeff Bezos doesn't have that in cash it's in stock options and everything else let's get into this let's say you have ten thousand dollars that's your savings that's your retirement that's your car that's everything you own You mm-hmm. have ten thousand dollars worth of stuff. That is the equivalent of then taking $7 and giving it to somebody. Or somebody with corona and being like, aren't I a great guy too? Can I be on the list of the big givers? And then tweeting it.
0: Yes, and then tweeting out <laughs> that you did it. Uh, the funniest thing of 2020, it was dark and not funny. when Jeff Bezos tweeted that shit about wildfires. Oh, I didn't even see this. No, dude, it was on the show. Yes, you did. No. Yeah, he was talking. The, it was like the weird fucking like ad thing. They're talking about how he gave the money to the wildfires in Australia, and then like every fucking
1: Zoomer did the uh, math yeah, and it was yeah. just like, "You piece of fucking shit." I donated more percent, and I'm living paycheck to paycheck. Like that, it's bro, that'd be like me. <laughs> <laughs> like be like me boxing up my left lo- leftovers and sending it to Australia. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh man. So
1: in in total, you know I had the chance on a random to do whatever I wanted. I spent this saying fuck Jeff Bezos. And you. uh if you don't agree, go fuck yourself. You're an idiot. <laughs> on fuck the, billionaires. On the, randoms, on the randoms, Jesse got to say fuck Jeff Bezos
0: I had to say I fucking hate old people. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're getting into the most important
1: one. Just kidding. We got two more. We got video games right now. Yeah. Then one done music.
0: So this is the most... Th- this one has been... Uh, let's just get right into it. The, uh, the Last of Us Part Two came out. And I want to talk real quick about uh, how I've been feeling about it. I want you to guess real quick how late I stayed up last night playing Last of Us Part Two. This
1: is a work night. I had work at eight, 9 a.m. the next morning. This man couldn't play it day of release because it was my birthday. And then he, he didn't even get to play it the day after release because he was so hungover from yep. my birthday. Felt awful. So... um. Just guess. How late? I stayed up. You're normally up till two anyways, so no, I'm, gonna I'm gonna guess chump. six. <laughs> seven AM. Seven AM. Uh, was close. But bro, it was one of those things where it was it like be that bad of a game if you're up till seven. Dude. Although it, it could be it could be dog shit. <laughs> it could be it could be Tetris labeled Last of Us Two and Ramsey uh, would have played. That I would just I needed to antagonize myself. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but it it's uh it brought me into like a a weird line of thinking where like uh you know how I am about video games now. Like I'm not I still love video games. I like reading about video games, but it—I have not had a moment with a video game where I've been as obsessed as I was. With Last of Us One, like yeah, that well, shit that came a kid, out. Then now were, were seventeen. A, like we were know. we were younger, no. but it was it was a thing of like that was when I got like that fucking flashback when I played Last of Us One. Cause it changed games for me. It was the same thing I, that happened to me when I played fucking Ocarina of Time. Yeah, and so I played Last of Us One, and I was thinking back and just like where i was like it was like a religious experience and now like getting into last was part two like the release like i didn't i cared but i was like i was like eh, there's too much going on go fuck like i got work i'm a grown man now mm. and then i started playing it bro and i melted into a fucking 17 year old again really? it was just the best okay.
1: dude. i thought you were going a different direction with that no, I was dude. Bring up two years ago now so this is sad that this is the exciting thing i say about video games Kingdom Hearts 3 came out, mm-hmm. and I went to my boss, and I used half of my vacation days. It was like, I'm making a staycation, and I sat in a room and played Kingdom Hearts 3 till I platinum yeah. did one week, and I was a little boy. I was having so much fun. Every time there was, when I got to be a guy from Toy Story, I was, act, it was like in yeah. tears in the living room, like, this is what I wanted to be <laughs> when I was whatever age.
0: I like how yours is fucking, being a guy from Toy Story, mine is cutting fucking Survivor's <laughs> throats open. <laughs> But it's uh I don't know I just want to talk about, like uh ages give me like a different perspective but like I don't know that gave me like a little bit of hope where I was like okay like fuck I, I can still get into that mindset where like this is just like the best shit in the world to me and yeah. it's not just like it's not just me fucking phasing out playing Assassin's Creed for two hours after work because I'm exhausted yeah and it's I not time like for too bed yet. Often,
1: uh Especially the older I've gotten, I treat all video games the way I treat, like, bad TV. Where I'm just like, this is just a waste of time because I'm bored. It's not like something that I sit down and I'm excited to do. But every once in a while, Last of Us 2 comes (laughs) out, Kingdom Hearts 3 comes out, get mad excited.
0: Yeah, it's uh, similar to uh, how I am with Call of Duty, where I'll just roll through it and then we'll play multiplayer games. And I'll just be like, I don't care about this, but I want to spend time with my friends. (laughs) But yeah, it's my video games. I just wanted to talk about being old and fucking lame.
1: My video games, which are also me being old and lame because I don't care about consoles anymore. Perfect. I'm a PC gamer nerd now. Um, Through and through. Uh, PS5's been announced, Um, which is weird because when I was a kid, Xbox 360, that's what everybody was talking about. The internet was blowing up and the PS3 was kind of like an afterthought. And now it seems like it's the opposite. Yeah. The PS5 is just everywhere on Twitter. Yeah. And things that have nothing to do with game gamers, like just normal people are talking about the PS5. Yeah. And uh looks super cool. It, I think at this it's, point, no one cares about the specs. Yeah.
0: So, like, the biggest thing is, like, with Xbox is, like, P- PlayStation has become, uh, like, what it used to be. It's not like, because Xbox 360, That like you just said, like, that was talking to town. But now, like, everyone has a PS4. Because, yeah. like, you're the like, I bought a PS4 because I fucking I I decide I could not live without their exclusives, and that's why I'm buying a PS5.
1: I did not own a PS4 for the first four years of the PS4, and then they announced Kingdom Hearts 3 PS4 exclusive, yeah. or at least it wasn't on PC. Yeah, Immediately <laughs> dropped <laughs> a shitload of money and got a PS4. Also, bought a new TV just <laughs> to play that game. Just you but... spent
0: a fucking literal rack and a half. <laughs> that's 150 Virgils for you zoomers out
1: there. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, but um, good time. Anyways, I'm gonna I'm gonna quickly run through it because because we're running out of time here. No one cares about the specs, but uh, it's gonna have exclusives, and it seems like everybody's gonna have one. So that's the one to get if you want to play with your friends. And one. then on the spec notes, they've released some details that they're trying a whole new way to connect the SSD to um. So you can bypass the RAM completely. Mm-hmm. And you basically should have no load times and nothing else as long as the game is correctly programmed. You
0: just shouted out every fucking ADHD kid's wet dream, bro. I
1: know. and Because PC games have had SSDs for the longest time, and that change is insane. Yeah. My computer boots up in four seconds instead of 30 like it did... Uh, 10 years ago
0: also the thing is like uh the the power of games gets kind of held back uh by the consoles mm-hmm. so like how good they can look and all this shit but now that p i feel like now like we're getting into the ps5 it's start you're starting to see the singularity of the ps4 and like they're just fucking pcs with different ui
1: yeah and it's like it's I- i'm fucking excited to see where it goes because i would love to be able to do the same thing on my pc And at this point, they're not even, they haven't released price yet, but they're not even, like, that overpriced. Oh, like $500. Yeah. You really only get screwed on how expensive the the games are. Yeah. But, now with the way that you can play so many games for free with the passes, it's not Mm -hmm. a bad deal. Yeah.
0: It's not a If you don't... Still,
1: the best bang for your buck is buying a PC, but... Yeah.
0: But if you're not a fucking, like, quote-unquote gamer, and you just want to have your MacBook or whatever, and then just go play video games in your living room, this
1: is perfect for you okay then i got one last thing then we'll move on to music all right fuck the style the way it looks yeah it's dog shit i like it, it. looks like the most gamerific. like it belongs in a 13 year old boy's bedroom you what it looks like to me it looks like you know in video games when you see consoles that's what it looks like to me it looks like it it looks like if somebody wrote an alien movie and they wanted a console for the aliens you yeah
0: yeah <laughs>
1: People. Not it's not even like retro futurism. It's no. modern futurism. Like it, it's very weird, bro. It
0: looks like shit. I I cannot <laughs> wait to see it on my fucking desk. <laughs> Day one purchase.
1: You have to get a stand to set it on its side.
0: No, you can put it on, your, on its side with just those little plastic bumps. Yeah, they both snap you off. To, it's over. Set one. It's fucking over
1: hilarious okay let's get into music
0: yeah uh
1: let's see 13 year olds are gonna love it though i guess that's really the market yeah so any nobody cares outside of that
0: i'm gonna burn through mine because there's not a ton to it and uh so you can get to yours um take your time on it uh tom petty's family has issued a cease and desist to trump when this is a funny little callback to when i was talking about how white kids think that fortunate son is a fun (laughs) call of duty song (laughs) uh tom petty's song don't back down was played at a bunch of Trump's rallies where, you know, Trump things were being said, which yeah. were. <clears throat> um, but Tom Petty's family issued a cease and desist, pretty much just denounced the entirety of the Trump campaign. They said, You're a giant piece of shit. We're not going to stand for what the f- shit you're saying. Do not play our music at your fucking rallies. Bruce Springsteen to the That's same thing in bring 2016 up. or whatever. Um, but yeah, it's nice to see that, uh, artists are standing up for their fucking music. Yeah, no kidding.
1: And it makes me wonder how those deals even get made, because I think he got caught a while back for not even getting, like, the, the permission to use the music ahead of time, and he was just using, like, random fucking songs that he had no, he didn't, bro, he wasn't would, legally allowed to play. Bro,
0: it wouldn't surprise me if everyone in that fucking administration were just like, "No, nah, let's put it on
1: Ox. It wouldn't surprise me if a bunch of politicians and people do that shit all the time, Just yeah. normally it's just kind of a, don't. Don't, you're not going to get in trouble for it. Yeah. But when you say super racist shit right after playing their songs, kind of happens. They'll stop
0: complaining like when crude kid rocks at the next rally. <laughs>
1: okay, mine. I know we both did music, and we're both going on Trump rallies. Yeah. Uh, just last week, uh, Trump held a rally in Tulsa, his first rally since Corona started. Um, this rally was expected to just be horrendous because so many tickets got sold. They were talking about it, or not sold, but just given out. Yeah. They were talking about on Twitter first. They said 300,000 expected. Then they said 800,000 expected. Ooh. By the end of it, over a million tickets had been pre, pre-ordered on, online saying that people were going. Less than 7,000 people showed up. Fuck y'all. What they found out very quickly was that Zoomers and K-pop—this is how it's music—the K-pop stands. all of the K-pop people, they had convinced everyone to just get as many tickets using their phone number as possible, and it literally tricked the President of the United States and his entire campaign staff into thinking they were going to have the biggest rally ever. They had to cancel all of the overflow stuff, everything (laughs) outside— And then they had a nineteen thousand person stadium that they barely filled a third of. The pictures are fucking hilarious. And by all accounts, Trump was behind the stage, pissed as fuck, <laughs> screaming at people because he didn't want to go out and go to such a small ass crowd.
0: Bro, fucking. Uh, first off, uh, this podcast, loud and short of it, formally endorses uh Zoomers and K-pop <laughs> yes. stands. Uh, we're fans of you. You're gonna save the world. Um. Also, I was seeing this uh this <laughs> this fucking Reddit thread. Not that I know what that is. Uh, this dude was just like this motherfucker was gonna sell at seven hundred thousand. He's like in Tulsa. He's like, bro, you think you're gonna beat the football stadium records? <laughs> he was like, fuck you. It was like one hundred fifty thousand was like the most people ever gathered for a football uh, game in Tulsa or it's some shit. So
1: funny. But seven thousand, even if it was one hundred fifty thousand, that's what they they kept it reasonable. Yeah. Seven thousand is nothing. It's... Mayors get seven thousand of <laughs> small cities. Seven thousand is, and in addition to this, the K-pop they didn't stop there. Before this. They took over hashtag all lies matter, hashtag blue lies matter, hashtag yeah. white lies matter, and flooded it with uh, fan cams and selfies and weird K pop stuff yeah. and just goofy shits <laughs> so that racists couldn't do anything on Twitter.
0: I saw one. I love the K pop ones because it was hilarious, just thinking about old conservatives watching that shit. But mm-hmm. I saw one that was
1: a chocolate milk
0: fan cam. It was a bunch of pictures of chocolate milk, milk just like spanning it nice out with the, gl-
1: with the glittery outlines. I was like, fuck, dude, y'all are geniuses. That's amazing. And then, last but not least, because the, the Twitter one, that's kind of just silly. It doesn't really serve yeah. a purpose. So you can say, oh, that's just like fake, fake, prog- progressive movements yeah. and whatnot. No, they also, Dallas PD and a couple other cities, set up basically tattletale apps. Where you could take pictures of people protesting that were doing anything illegal, snitch Twitter, se- yeah, snitch Twitter, <laughs> and you could send the videos in directly to the police department so that if they made an arrest, they'd have the evidence there. Mm. And online K-pop stands started flooding the, downloading the apps and flooding them with <laughs> shitty videos and selfies, just to flood them, and they they just doxed the shit out of them. <laughs> All the apps broke, and then nobody could report anybody for anything.
0: Heroes, bro. Absolutely. Heroes. They
1: they are the voice of my generation. Yes, bro. Fuck really millennials. Younger than me, but man.
0: Fuck millennials. You gonna go adult your ass
1: off? Yeah. <laughs>
0: We're with the kids. We're bro. tired adulting. Yeah. We don't care what you're We're Standing behind
1: them. the zubers. Y'all are in the driver's seat yeah. so now. Go tuck your fucking kids in.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh man, but uh, yeah, that wraps up our variety hour for uh, the month of June. Uh pretty banger one. Got to be honest with you. I'm very happy. I'm hopeful. I'm yeah. hopeful
1: for the podcast and for the country. Yeah, we're on mostly the for
0: Zoomers. Yeah, did not expect to feel good after this one. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! But uh, yeah, thank y'all for listening. Yep. Go protest.